Alright guys, you're back for more um more Ollie and Kyle. Some great football chat here. So we're looking now at our current uh Premier League eleven. Um we're gonna do a bit of back and forth here, so we'll see what happens. I'm gonna start with goalkeeper. We might disagree, but we'll see what happens. So for me, the current best goalkeeper in the Premier League is it's difficult actually, because he's got Obviously, we're, we're, it's going to be a bit of chat here. We're going to talk a bit back and forth. It's not clear-cut for a number of positions. So, for me, it's between Ellison and Allison. And for me, the best goalkeeper in the Premier League is Allison. I think he's a fantastic shot-stopper. He comes off his line. He's just a great sweeper. And he's been a, one of the reasons that Liverpool have gone on to win a Champions League and are the current Premier League champions so for me, Alisson is the number one Premier League goalkeeper. Kyle, you happy with that? Okay, um, good evening everybody. Um, Kyle here. Um, yes, I agree with the goalkeeper. Um, in terms of right back, um, it's very hard for me because obviously I'm a Chelsea fan. Um, obviously I support Aspilicueta and his stats is actually phenomenal over the last seven years, by the way. Um, but in terms of the last three years maybe two um when they go for um a guy who plays for liverpool right back who not only assists but i do i, I still think to this day that he's got his um he hasn't sorted those defenses issues quite well um but there's not many great right backs in the premier league today but in terms of his assists and his goals um and how he how he um, holds the line in terms of uh, potential offside decision, and I go for Trent Alexander Arnold, um, and I stick with that decision because I do not feel that anyone else has been in the position that he has in terms of winning the Premier League, going forward, going back, and holding the line. But I still think there's potential for someone, you know, i.e. the old Gary Neville's, you know, that that then type of players to maybe. Step it up. I think he's he has got a lot to learn. Brian to go for Trent. Yeah, I think totally agree with Kyle. Trent Alexander is clearly the for me the best right back in the Premier League. He's um, you know, if you look at the assist league, he's probably like second or third and good defender. So sorry, I'm not gonna um spoil his parade anymore. Um, I'm gonna go on to centre back, and for me, the first centre back is another Liverpool player. And you know, as a Spurs fan, I said about plugging gaps. Um, we're trying to plug gaps now. We've signed Hoiberg, hoping to sign Matt Doherty, but Liverpool did that really well. They had a need a centre back. They were struggling at centre back, and they signed Virgil Van Dijk from Southampton. And for me, Virgil Van Dijk has gone on to be arguably the best centre back in the world. There's a couple of people that that might not agree with that, but for me. He is the best centre back in the world. Like Ramos might pop up with the odd goal and stuff, but he might also get sent off. So for me, Virgil Van Dijk is the best centre back in the world. He is a leader. He is a legend. Um, I said this before, but I hope he goes on to do this, do similar things with his country. You know, I'd love to see him go on to to lead the Netherlands to, you know, European Championships or a World Cup triumph. But what he's done for Liverpool has just been amazing. He's, he's led Liverpool to a Premier League title 
and a Champions League triumph, which is just unbelievable, really. And, you know, he is clearly one of the best signings in Premier history. And it seemed like a no-brainer, really. It seemed, it seemed like, you know, Van Dijk's there, go and sign him. And it's not that simple, though. You, they did go and sign him. So, you know, I, I, sorry to be jealous as a Spurs fan, but, you know, they did the business. We didn't. They went to go and sign him, and they, they've got the best defender in the Premier League. And him and uh, the goalkeeper, Alisson, they were the missing links between them and big trophies and they did did the business and that's why they've gone on to win big trophies because of those two players and Virgil van Dijk is a big part of that and you know fantastic Carl have you got another centre back okay that's fantastic Ollie by the way I would agree with uh, your first centre back choice um, I only go for a player who um, who I feel is adapted to the Premier League very well um, he came from a Spanish club, uh, obviously in La Liga. Um, today's market, I think it was business well done. Uh, I think it was about well, 50 odd, between 50 and 60 million. Uh, I don't think it was more than that. Um, I think when this player is playing, um, the team wins, first and foremost, and the team doesn't concede many goals. And. Um, He's had a lot of injury worries. Um, whether that's to do with the, you know, the the training at this particular club or his fitness in general, that's remain to be seen. But I think when he's playing, um, he's got he's got the team on song, and I think he's um, he'll be he'll be a guy for the future because he's not he's not old. Um, he's got plenty of years in front of him. Um, and I feel with a a solid partner, I think this team could be one of the best, if not the best in Europe. Um, so I'm going to go for a guy who, who came from um, a little club in Spain, um, which some of you viewers might know is um, Atletico, oh, Athletic Bilbao, sorry. Um, he's a defender and his name is um, Eric Laporte. Yeah, great just boy Kyle. I think Mert uh, Laporte is a fantastic finish. I want to left back, and I think as there's only one choice for me. Um, I literally I can't think of another person that, that that could come close to Andrew Robertson. Like an unbelievable signing from Hull. You know, the guy came from Hull. The team that got relegated. The guy is Scottish. Um, not the most. Um, it's not not certainly not a sexy football country, but he's gone into Liverpool and he's done amazingly well, um, delivering fantastic balls into the box. A fantastic defender, and he's up. You know, he's up. He's up there with Trent. Him and Trent are just you know the best fullback partnership that I th- honestly I think the Premier the Premier League has ever seen. You could argue like, argue like Gary Neville and Dennis Irwin, um, maybe a few others, but I think Trent and Robertson are, for me, the best full-back partnership that the Premier League has ever seen. I think um, I think Robertson is the, you know, a standout left-back in the Premier League. Um, granted, there's, there's, there's a few more... Um, ooh, some some fantastic players up there, you know, Alonso at Chelsea, 
and a few others, but for me, Robertson just really sticks out, and the way they use, the way Liverpool use their full backs, uh, their weapons, um, they're not. They are defensive players, of course, but they're, they're also weapons going forward. Like I'm a Spurs fan, and you know we play a bit differently. Where was you know we we our left back sits, Ben Davis sits, and we let our right back go forward. But Liverpool let their both their full backs go forward because they've got that ability, and they both deliver time and time again. They are both fantastic crosses of the ball, and Robertson can deliver on a on a on a tuppence. He's a fantastic deliverer of the ball. He will pop up the odd goal. He can take a free kick. The, the, you know, the best left-back in the Premier League is clearly Andrew Robertson. So we're going to go on to midfield now. Um, and it's a bit tricky now, but I'm going to start with the obvious one. Um, just because, for me, this guy is the best player in the Premier League. Um, and one of the best players in Premier League history, you know. In my opinion, anyway, I, I mentioned him on the on the previous podcast. So apologies for that, but this guy just dictates dictates the game. He runs the game every time he plays. He just runs the game. He just if if you play against him, you you're constantly worried. You are worried about this guy's ability to to find a pass, to find a, to to find an assist, to you know chuck it in the top right corner. You can do anything. This guy is just. Just an unbelievable football player. Like I said, he's he's destroyed my team before. He's destroyed many team before, and he's um. For me, he is the best player in the Premier League, and he's one of the best players in Premier League history, in my in in my opinion. I think he's one of the best players in the world. I think he'd walk in the world eleven. Again, again, in my opinion, I think he's. The best passing midfield in the world. Um, he's just, he just dictates play so well, and I don't think, I don't see anyone doing that at the level he does. So, for me, the first midfielder on a team sheet has to be Kevin De Bruyne. Carl, have you got a midfielder? Okay, I, I absolutely agree with uh, Ollie's choice there. Um, Good interviewers, hopefully you're sticking with us. I'm going to go for um, a player who's very unsung um, in the Premier League in terms of international as well. Uh, he hasn't got many caps, but I think he's a workaholic in the midfield. Um, obviously, he's won a Premier League title um, this past year. He came from a club who were in a relegation zone for many years and fighting for their lives. And I feel he's one of the stand-up players for that club. Um, I feel uh, since he comes to this club, he's become more mature. He's become a leader. He's become a captain. A captain. I mean, that's that's sinking. Um, he doesn't score many goals as he did to his previous club, but he, he's more of a deeper role. He's more of a leader. He's more of a um, dictator uh, in the midfield. And I think um, in the Premier League currently. In terms of the three midfielders, what we're doing, I think he, he's got to be in there. Um, I don't rate him myself in terms of because I'm a Chelsea fan, but 
in if I'm looking from a neutral perspective, um, I would rate him, and I'll go for Jordan Henderson. Yeah, it's a good choice by Kyle. I think Jordan Henderson has been just phenomenal this season. That's why he's you know, been in the in the mix for you know player of the year, PFA player and stuff. And I think you know my next one is um, it's an interesting one. Also, I think he's. I think he's been the best signing of the of the season. Again, as a Spurs fan, very very jealous. I think he has been absolutely the sign of the season. He's been an absolute bargain. He's been a, a threat. On the ball. Takes penalties. Um, just a fantastic finisher. He's got assists. He's got he's got he's got everything in his locker. This guy. Um, I think this guy walks in, you know, a, a Premier League team. This guy has to be in it because just what he's done in the last. I know it's not. He hasn't got longevity, but not yet. So I think this guy will have longevity. I think he'll play in the Premier League for a number of years. And he's only been in the Premier League for, you know, around a year. But I think this guy will you know, dominate football matches for a number of years and. He's got bigger names probably at the club, but I think he's a much much better player than is um some of his teammates are. So for me, and then we'll move on to forwards. But for me, um, the last midfielder in our current Premier League team is Bruno Fernandez. So Kai, we're we're gonna go on to a fun three now. So um, I think maybe we'll do um. The white and lap red together, so maybe we'll do. Uh, maybe we'll name a couple each, and then we'll go into strike. Are you happy that no, time? No, we'll do we'll do one of each. You choose left, you I choose right. I think that's the way to go, Ali. Okay, I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna be very biased here. I'm sorry, I don't apologize actually because um, I've had vibes about is this guy as good as some other players, but um, for me this guy is just a phenomenal player. Um. Scores goals, gets assists. Um, just a king, king of his country. I've been to see this guy play live, and you know he, he sells shirts. He's just a legend. I'm, I'm just not. I think he's huge underrated. Um, you know, I should be saying Mane and stuff, but I'm not. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Hyung Min Son. Hi. Oh, two mate. What position was that? Right or left, Ollie? I know, pair on my left arm. That's troubled me. Um, okay, so in terms of Ollie's positioning, I I do not agree with uh, Herming Song being even in the top ten of a front three. Ooh. Uh, in my opinion, sorry, viewers. Um, so on the right right now I have to go for a guy who played in the Premier League previously um, didn't hardly play for a particular team very underrated did score one goal um, but went abroad matured came back stronger um, I think he put on a couple of pounds of muscle and um, more quicker and more agile and 
more eager to learn, I believe. Maybe he was working under, you know, um, a more, more manager that would give him the more encouragement, if you like, um, potentially. But I think this guy is phenomenal. Um, he's a left-footed guy, but he plays on the right. And um, I always believe, sorry viewers, but digress a little bit, but I always believe in, in karma, um, in good and bad. So let me give you an example of what this guy has achieved. So one side of karma is you go off with injury because you've had a dislocated shoulder, maybe. And you think, oh my God, I'm going to give this opportunity again, ever. Um, but it's all about resilience and uh, persistence and fast forwarding maybe uh, a year later but not in, in a time not maybe giving too much of thought about a year later so getting your head down working hard getting yourself fit and maybe things happen so then we fast forward a year later and the same guy um scores the actual penalty in the um in the same game, in the same scenario, in the same cup. Um so I go for Mohammed Salah. Okay, good choice. <laughs> Sorry, so on to one to striker now. We um so best come striker for me. Obviously um, you probably know who I'm gonna pick, but I think you struggle to disagree. For me, the best striker in the Premier League is one of them. Um, and he, he he's our striker, and he's he, he's our guy. He, he's our game. Um, just a fantastic finisher. Left foot. Whitefoot, header, can play deep, can play a number 10, like I said, I've been saying for ages that I'd love to sign another striker, and I can, can play off a striker, he, he hasn't got to be a focal point, he can play off someone else, and you know, Harry Kane is, you know, Inga's number one, he's the best striker in the Premier League, clearly, for me, Um, obviously we talked earlier about our world team, and I think still think Lewandowski better, which I, I I agree with, but I think, in terms of the Premier League, the best striker in the Premier League is clearly Harry Kane. Kyle, what's your thoughts? Okay, that's a good choice from uh, Oli. Um, <clears throat> there's not many out and out. I would say strikers in the old number nine role, as it were, like, you know, the Aaron Shearer, the Tissiers, the Andy Coles, you know, back in the days. There's not the out and out, but um, yes, I would say uh, Harry King is up there, but I wouldn't say Harry King is the best. I would say this guy. Was it a Bamiyan, is Who would have won um, four? Premier League titles um, since coming to this club um, scoring the goal who actually won the first Premier League title 
Um, yes, he's getting on. Uh, he's in his thirties, but I, I still feel in terms of consistency and um, longevity and loyalty more than anything in terms of club and performing in and out and his uh well, well. His, his, his scoring. <laughs> yeah, I think my uh, my good friend to my right, Ali, uh, thinks he know who he is. Brian go for um a guy who um I think deserves it, to be honest. Uh Ali thinks he knows who he is, but I go for um Les Ferdinand. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only joking viewers, come on, calm it down, it's Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Calm it down. So I'm going to go for Sergio Aguero. Yeah, great choice by Carl. Actually, I think... Um, honestly, even as a Spurs fan, I think... Honestly, I think Aguero's better. I think he, he is better. So we're, we're going to do a bonus round here. Carl does know about So we're going to go for a bonus round. So we're going to do... We've picked, obviously, the best Premier League 11 that we think are currently there. But we're going to also pick now our choice for... Out of the current Premier League managers, who is, who is the best current Premier League manager? So we've got Guardiola, we've got Klopp, we've got Mourinho, we've got Frank Lampard. So out of the current crop of Premier League managers, Carl, I'm going to go, go to you first, mate. So out of the current crop of Premier League managers, who is the best current manager in the Premier League? Tough okay. question, mate. Thank you, Ollie. Um, I did not expect that. I was about to expect to um, actually go out for my, my girlfriend tonight and have some dinner. Uh, you haven't got a girlfriend, Mick, come on. <laughs> I am got a girlfriend, as Ollie tells me. Uh, I was going to go for my blood balloon and have a that. But um, anyway, that aside, um, I was going to go for... Um, I was going to go for a guy who I hate for love. Um, and I go for um, Jose Mourinho. And the reason why I choose Jose Mourinho is because he's won the Champions League twice. With two clubs, out of the five clubs he's managed in Europe, you would least expect him to win a Champions League trophy, i.e. Porto, i.e. Inter Milan. Chelsea, he didn't. Manchester United, he didn't. And Real Madrid, he didn't. And that... For that, that means that's a guy who's got the best out of a current crop of players playing for the club, playing together, and they actually won a trophy for that. And I think um, he's got that mentality, he's got that uh, unas, you know. And um, I think Klopp, okay, he's won, he's won, he's won. Premier League title and Champions League so what Alex Ferguson did that where's Alex Ferguson now he's sitting on his armchair you know I think you got to keep it going I think you got to keep it going um, Arsene Wenger what he's won a Premier League title okay Invincibles everything goes on with the Invincibles he actually won 26 games let that sink in 26 games Conte Won 31 Premier League matches. Yes, he lost more than Wenger, obviously unbeaten, but he won five more games. So, why does everyone bang on about Arsenal Invincibles being a great, great team, great squad, blah, blah, blah? Let's work it out. Let's do the maths. They won 26 games. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, good, Kyle. We, talk, we times out by three. Great choice by Kyle. It's gone for Mourinho. 69, yeah? That's 69. Then they do 12. So 69. You finished? 12. 79. 82. They finished on 82 points. Well, Leicester's a bit of a. Okay, over to you, Ollie. Over to you. So, yeah, you chose Mourinho. You chose Mourinho. I chose Mourinho. You chose Mourinho, okay? You chose chose Mourinho. Sorry, Leicester's. Um, Carl's chosen Mourinho, but I'm, you know, I'm going to choose someone else, um, obviously. Um, I, I, I think Mourinho's a fantastic choice, actually. I think Mourinho's, you know, Carl's right, he's won the Champions League with two teams that you would never think would win a Champions League, with Porto and Inter Milan, and um, obviously I'm going to think the guy's fantastic because he is uh, the manager of, of, of my football club, but... Um, I'm gonna go with someone else for you know um, for the best manager currently in in the Premier League. Um, I'm gonna go with Klopp. I think um, I think Klopp is disagreeing. I think he's 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 just brilliant to what he does. I think he's enthusiastic. I think he's got. I think he's got the players on a string like he's he's just so in he's just so charismatic that he's got everyone on the ball and he is just a fantastic manager and he's won um just won a Champions League title and a Premier League title in back to back season which is unbelievable. You know, World Club Club is bollocks which you know, no one cares about that, but but still, he he is just a fantastic manager. He's won it all, and he's still humble, and he's still a great guy. So, for me, it's Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, 